Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 61. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. I'm Tommy. And today, George is not here for the very first time, 60 episodes. Corona finally got to him. uh, Yeah. He got uh, the Not the virus, just the the hysteria. The company (laughs) finally found him. Uh, He wasn't selling enough of their beer, and they just axed him. But we are joined by, was it? Third time returning. Third time. Justinius builds, Mr. Justin. Thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's great to have you, man. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So George isn't here, guys. George. Uh, so George is working very hard. Uh, his work life has has completely invaded his his actual like personal life, and he just wasn't able to do it today. Stop time buying shows, toilet so. paper, you fucks. Maybe George would be here. George, he did say he had a, a a pallet of waterfall on him, and he just like brushed it off because he's a fucking superhuman. He's got that. that. He's running on pure adrenaline. He's just running on cocaine and waffles. That too. <laughs> waffles. <laughs> I wasn't gonna out the man like that, but you know. So the, it's still our, you know, the the podcast intro slogan still reigns true, though. You know, two of us can grow a beard, and really not so much. Yeah. So we're still good. We're still within the confines of, of the premise of the show. So nobody can can sue for false claims? No, nobody can sue for false claims. We've got it covered. So if you're going to sue for false claims, send uh, that that sue notice. That's how it works, right, is that you write the notice and then you send it to the party. Send that sue notice to uh, your mom because you're a fucking nerd. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us, but more about that later. Now, let's start off with what we always start off with. Justin, what are you playing? Yes. What are you playing? Uh... Lots of Damon X Machina. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the biggest chunk of what I've been playing. I, I played a little bit of the new Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale mode tonight. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm truthfully, I'm just I'm trying to wrap Damon up before uh, Animal Crossing drops. The big game everybody wants, Animal Crossing. I'm, I'm gonna cross all the animals. How many animals are there to cross exactly? Uh, well, if I mean the original one had a fuckload, so I I imagine. Are you allowed to have sex with them? I don't think so. There's probably going to be a That's mod. Fucking bullshit. This game is rated E, people. Yeah, rated E for I'ma be in everyone. <laughs> this is about to be a one-man podcast, guys. <laughs> the funny thing is, is, we went to uh, we went to buy the Animal Crossing Switch, and our GameStop had no more. They're like, "Yeah, the the, the two people who were in front of you literally bought the last two. <laughs> Shut up!" Like that. All right, uh, gotta love it. So, Animal Crossing and Dace Machina. Damon Damon X Machina. It's the the underrated um, the armored core like game for the Switch. Okay. 
Oh, yes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. It looks dope. It's great. What about, uh, what are you building? Because if, for the people who don't know, Justin, a.k.a. Justinius Builds, is an amazing Gunpla advocate and builder. So uh, are you building anything special right now? I am right at this exact moment. I am putting a bunch of tiny little dots on a Zaku. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on a lot of things at one time right now. Um, my big project right now is uh, a resin Sazabi conversion kit uh, that I'm doing as a commission, and then uh, my personal project is my favorite Gundam, the Easy Eight. Um, I'm just kind of like modifying one and doing some extra stuff to it. For reference, how many of those have you built, Justin? Just to let the people know. Um, I want to say th- three master grades and two high grades so far. And I have two more master grades in the backlog, and I have technically five high grades in the backlog. This man I loves just- his his easy eight. I really like, listen, the easy eight from its 08th MS team, right? Yes. Like, I just, the, the color scheme on it is just so fucking boring. Well, I mean, it's 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 like a trash mobile suit. It's built from, like, scraps of other mobile suits. It's not, it's not your oh. typical, it's not your typical lead Gundam where, like, you know, it was built in a factory and, like, they yeah. did all these tests and it's, like, super strong. It's like, we had these parts, we had these parts, let's put, like, a paint job on it so it doesn't look like complete balls. Yeah, the OHMS team is one of my favorite ones because it was like, they're basically just slightly upgraded Zaku's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or not Zaku, basically. Sorry. Slightly upgraded GMs, and they just were meant to be, like, they were meant to be the the new all-purpose GM. Yeah, it felt more real. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Like they felt, it felt like boots on the ground. Yeah. Very, like bare bones boots on the ground. Like like even the their uh like their jetpack on the back just looks so. Like minimal and just meant to just throw it on and go. Mm-hmm. Cool, Tommy. What are you playing? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Kingdom Hearts three. I started critical mode after playing through most of the Remind and Limit Cut DLC, and I say most of because that boss in uh, critical, I not critical in uh, Limit Cut is so goddamn hard. I almost broke my controller. Shit is legitimately like Dark Souls. But Dark Souls is easy, though. <laughs> you know what, Justin? Smell my ass. There's a difference Fucking between Justin. there's a difference between being skilled and mashing buttons. But I've also been playing the newest season of Destiny 2, which dropped Tuesday, and it's the worst experience I've had playing Destiny. Yeah, I saw that. In all honesty, saw- uh, through the first two days of the season, I couldn't even load the game. Yep. And then yeah, when I, I finally, when I finally could load the game, it was super goddamn boring for most stuff. Like everything they've added, pretty lackluster. The PVE event, really shitty. You just repeat the same kind of lost sectors over and over again. The the power creep is ridiculous because you have 
if you were max light from last season, you're at 960 light. Max light this season is 1,000. And there are missions that are immediately at max light. So they're unnecessarily hard. And then they add boss mod- modifiers, which make them even harder. And I'm like... Is that like Dark So Souls I have too? to grind my ass <laughs> off. I quit. <laughs> so I have to grind my ass off to do this needlessly difficult mission. And not even because it's actually difficult, but because they kill me in one shot. Well, let's see, this is, this is kind of like the fundamental issue with uh, using a looter shooter in the games as a service uh, format. Is mm-hmm. You, you kind of eventually hit that point where, like, you're either racking your brain to come up with, like, new puzzle bosses, or you just make everything bigger numbers, and you're kind of yeah. in the bigger number category right now. No, for sure. The biggest takeaway with this is... I wish I was playing the Division 2 <laughs> War, Warlords of New York right now. Which That's I can't right believe I'm do. saying that. That's right, you do. Like, if you had asked me a year ago, I would have said, uh, I wouldn't even touch Division 2, I'm just going to get back to Destiny. I'm still surprised was- you're playing Division 2 at all. It, it was like- $3. Division I mean- 2, more like Division Pooh, is that what, is that what you would have said? No, no? I mean, Tom, we'll see. Thomas might have. I, me, on the other hand, I was all about it. Surprisingly, because yep. when when that got announced, I did not care at all. He got like all aboard that hype train after like the beta. I played the beta and I was like, "Wow, this is actually fun," and I can play it. I love Division, but I'll, I'll get into that when we go to when we're on me for what are we playing? <laughs> so, what are you playing, Anthony? Division 2! What a shocker. So, a maxed out level. Jesus! Uh, no, yeah, yeah, there's no gear score right or There's no gear score at the moment. Um, it's just level 40, which is cool that they got rid of gear score. And now, like, I'm, I'm now I am literally in the percentages game, which is when you get to the end of it, now I'm trying to, like, max out percentages on each You're min-max. Weapon. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then you've got the recalibration station, which now you can bank uh, stats. And if you get god rolls and stuff or get an item with, with, like, a god roll stat, which is the maxed out on any particular thing, like critical hit chance, critical, critical hit damage, headshot damage, that type of thing, um, I'm I'm basically banking that, which you keep that in your – was in the, your recalibration bank forever, by the way. So Ooh. so they've made it just really really easy to to like really get like custom build stuff. But I mean, you can only recalibrate an item once. So, you know, which you got to really tune it to what you want. If you want high if you want to be a tank and you want high armor, well then you can do that on every piece, you know. If you want to be uh skills and, you know, the skills are going to hit harder and longer, <laughs> harder and longer, then you can do that. So that that's where I'm at, and I just finished off the first. Uh, so spoiler alert, spoilers one, two, three. After you beat the game, after you beat Aaron Keener, um, it unlocks five more. It shows you five more rogues that are on the DC side. So you actually you're not in uh, New York anymore, and I haven't really been in New York since I went back to DC. Um, and I finally did, I I beat the first rogue agent. Which they have a lot of HP. 
the, the game still has some issues like when you get random rogue agents that just uh, appear they're like unnecessarily hard and there's really no reason for it is it like dark souls yeah it's very dark souls uh, <laughs> is this a thing but, now because i compared uh kingdom hearts dlc to dark souls yeah <clears throat> yes it is but tommy you need to get that dlc and uh come play with me because I, I i could use another person to run around with word and then next uh i got a game uh early access for review code and i'm very very excited is it what i think it. it is yes it is i posted it in the uh i posted about it in the discord i was gonna say i didn't see the post but i could take a, a guess of what it is it's a game involving one Colin Moriarty. It's exactly what I thought it was. Chris Raygun, and I'm so excited to play it. Embargo, though, is, is like the 23rd, so I can't really, uh, I can't post about it. I, I suppose I could say I'm playing it, but I'm just going to not say it. I'll, I'll be vague with it. But I'm really excited to play that. I haven't actually touched it, but I did download it on my PlayStation, uh, and it looks, it looks awesome, and I'm really excited to hop into it. And then last but not least, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is now on uh, the Apple Store. <laughs> so I bought it for my iPhone and you know it's a great game but let me tell you about those controls on a phone 100% shit <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't gotta tell me <laughs> well, that's why I don't play mobile games there are some games I just would not play on my phone and that is shit. on the top of that list it's like having to relearn how to walk like if, if there are people who, who can beat Dracula on that we're using the phone controls and not syncing, you know, a phone via or a controller via Bluetooth. Then kudos to you. I would, I would love to watch that Twitch stream. Somebody's gonna do it. You know, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, like I, I barely got past the first boss and was like, oh my god, these controls, these fucking controls. Oh, and there's also no way to map, like remap the controls, either. Ooh. Which kind? Of, yeah, which really sucks. So you got you get, uh, bonus shit points for that one. But uh, that's yeah, that, that's that's what I've been playing, just those those three right now, and of course sprinkle just a just a smidgen of Rocket League here and there and there, you know, to keep myself tight and to you know tight tight. Is Rocket League still a thing? For him? Oh, oh it, it's 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 uh kind of like Dark Souls. Oh okay. God, it's damn, like Dark Souls with uh with now, what? Why is Rocket League called Rocket League? Well. Because you have rockets on the back of your car. But they should have much called like, it. They should like, have called it Sakar. So, yeah, yeah, they definitely should have. But you have rockets on the back of your car, much like Dark Souls, and uh, you gotta jump at the ball. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, so you can hear an ad with my voice. <laughs> Suckers. And then we're gonna hop into our topic. We got one topic tonight. It's probably gonna be a shorter show, but. It's a good topic, so we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. We took a little break. You heard my voice, but now we're back. Once again, it's me, Tommy, no George, Justinius Builds, the uh, Gunpla Builder with the Giant Member. Awesome. Not according to his wife. That, okay, not first according of all, to his wife. Unofficially, first of all. <laughs> unofficially the biggest member, but not according to his wife. I'm just trying to throw some shade because I'm uh, heckling about Dark Souls comments. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But look, did you beat Demon Souls? Because I did. It sucked. I hated beating that game. I have only beat Dark Souls, the first one. 
Cave in. Get wrecked, scrub. My life is Dark Souls. My life is Dark Souls too. Okay, topic one. <laughs> the only topic. I don't know why I'm talking topic one like it's one of two. E3's canceled, boys. E3 2020 canceled. They're going to do online events, which I'm sure it shouldn't be too hard for all of these companies, you know, like EA, Microsoft, Nintendo. Like Nintendo's already got their directs. I'm sure they'll take everything they were going to do and throw it in a direct. But my question for this is, what does it mean for this year? Obviously, like, what does it mean for future years? What do you guys predict is going to happen now that this is E3 has been canceled? We're going to find alternative ways to get this information out. Is this going to change? Is this going to change E3 forever, or is this going to be a temporary thing and it's going to go back to business as usual next year? Uh, I think that it's really just temporary, and that next year E3 will be right back. But ultimately, E3 being canceled doesn't change anything for us as gamers for the most part because we're still going to be getting these conferences just digitally. There's not going to be a show floor. Uh, yeah, I was going to say this. For me personally, this changes absolutely nothing because I'm going to do the exact same thing I do every year and just watch yeah. it from home. Uh, Justin and I. For, for people who actually go to the <laughs> event. But I, I, I mean, again, coming from somebody who's never been, I kind of see that moving out anyway. Okay, so I think it is going to change it. Obviously, okay. we're going to get the, the like PlayStation Lives and the Nintendo Direct, you know, kind of equivalent from all the companies who want to get their information out, which is going to be kind of cool. It's going to be, I think it's really, it's going to be really exciting to see every major video games company, publisher, developer do their own spin on a Nintendo Direct. Because let's face it, the PlayStation, is it PlayStation Live? Uh, I don't. Remember I don't know. Called. Okay, but well, they're I, also whatever, not doing an E3 presence at all. Yeah, but whatever. Play. I, I'm just using that as an example because PlayStation has their own like you know online announcements that they've been doing. But I feel like Nintendo Directs are kind of the gold standard right now that everybody's trying to emulate. Well, the, the, like, the big thing about a Nintendo Direct is like they will occasionally do like a big direct that's not really. It's just, it's a direct, you know? But a lot of the times, Nintendo directs are just very focused. It's like, hey, this direct is going to be about Pokemon. This direct is going to be about this thing. And, like, that really works to their favor because they sprinkle them throughout the year as opposed to trying to have one big clusterfuck at once. Well, so, I think, though, it would be wise and better for all these companies to condense what they were going to show into a, a small, maybe five to ten minute video. Because from those directs, and Microsoft has one as well, our PlayStation has theirs. Like I think doing it in smaller chunks is going to be better this year as opposed to actually trying to do this big, long uh, presentation video like they planned for the actual E3 you know, conference floor, like when Bethesda th does theirs. Like It's, it's like a 45-minute to an hour-long thing. They've got a band. It's scripted. They've got all these different things to show off. It's very slow. I think it's going to be wise for a lot of those companies to just – knock it out in five to ten minutes give you like not that you know tldr of it but just give you a nice condensed package this is what we have this is what we're going to do maybe a little talking here and there and then just boom it's done it's out 
and there doesn't have to be this giant hoopla. Uh, I would say it's going to save them some money, but I'm sure a lot of these companies have already put in a lot of money into E3 right now trying to figure all that out, especially just with time employees have worked on that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to take a hit regardless, but... Oh, you know, this they're, they're going to take is, a hit, but I think not having to actually fly people out and actually go to these events, they're going to save a lot. Definitely, but I think some companies here are going to figure out something that works better than E3, and I think we're not going to see some of them next year. I really do. I think they're going to find out how to do their own little direct or do something different in a way that's unique. And we're going to see some companies like video game developers, publishers, stuff like that, uh, find their niche in this and go, Oh fuck. You know, we're finding that we're getting better, you know, traction off of this better, a better audience, you know, better foot traffic to this than we ever got at E3. So why do we need to go if we can just do this now? So, I'm not saying it's going to happen for everybody. I'm not saying everybody's goose is going to lay that golden egg. But I do think that we see a couple companies find that right, that happy me- like that happy me- medium, happy middle, and then be like, oh, we don't need to go to E3, which I think in turn leads to E3 next year. I, I think E3 will happen next year. But I think this is going to make E3 even smaller, and we're going to ha- see more, more developers, uh, companies drop out from next year's. And I think that, you know, this is the – inevitable this leads to the inevitable death of e3 see i don't think so like and i don't think that you're going to get the kind of short 10 minute videos like you're kind of expecting i think microsoft and all of them will still go with the 45 minute to an hour long conferences especially microsoft is with this being a console generation year microsoft's going to bring it <clears throat> They're just going to drop announcement after announcement after announcement in their E3-style conference because this is where they started. Like they start planning how these conferences lay out and all of that. They're probably just going to say, hey, people kind of like these theatrics. Let's go with it. And don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy it. It builds hype. I'm all about hype. I like See, the hype. I'm the anti-hype. I I I like E3 because it's an excuse for me to get together with my friends and like we kind of celebrate something that I like. Like mm-hmm. I've I've been a gamer like my whole life, so you know yeah. it's, it it's an understatement to say it's a a fundamental part of like who I am. But like as the years have gone on, I've I've become like kind of desensitized to it a little bit and sometimes I get disappointed and I don't like to to build up a lot of expectation for like trailers and you know pre-rendered stuff and things like if you're showing me a trailer for a game that's not going to be out for like within a year I can fully expect that that game is not going to look anything like what you showed me when I get it in my hands and that's that's kind of what what I hate about E3 is you see a lot of that if you're not showing me actual gameplay for something that's coming out in like six to eight months, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Justin, you can confirm. You see me get hella hype watching E3. Yeah, I mean, so I I get hype. I I'm. It's unavoidable. It happens. But I've tried to manage those expectations better as I've gotten older. Yeah. Hell, even your four-year-old daughter gets hyped over E3. Oh yeah. Minecraft Dungeon. She was ready. <laughs> that was Mine, the best. Minecraft Dungeons looks pretty dope, so I I'm think it's fair that she got the, hype on that one. Like, she came around the corner, and, she, like, she had just kind of discovered Minecraft. And, like, she was in my kitchen, and she came around the corner and saw, like, 
the the little Minecraft dudes running around, and she just like her jaw hit the floor, and I was like, "Yep, that's my kid." It's, it's Minecraft Diablo. It, I'm like, really not is. the, love the about most it. Plus, excited. It looks so pretty. It looks so pretty. Now I follow. This is kind of unrelated. I follow a guy on Instagram who is like a low poly, um, like three D artist. I guess you could say. Uh-huh. And he he's currently building a low poly Halo, which is it looks insane. Um, but he just got hired by Mojang. And, nice. And part of his like onboarding process was they told him they said, "Hey, uh, we want you to take the Minecraft property, and we want you to create like a what if game." And he made like a Minecraft RTS, and it looked awesome. Huh. I want, I want it to be real. And then Mojang fired him. No, he said <laughs> that would be the most tragic thing of all time. They're like, we're like, they're like, cool. Thanks for the the property, idiot. You're fired. <laughs> but uh, I think the biggest loss from E3, and this will kind of just wrap up my opinion on it, is this year how uh, Jason Schreier. Uh, revealed Warner Brothers' plans to have their own conference, and it would have had the new Batman game, Rocksteady's next game, Harry Potter RPG. I would have been the most hyped if we got all that shit in a press conference. Now, who's to say they don't go on Microsoft's digital stage now and reveal that stuff? They could, but... I would have been just like super pumped to see Warner Brothers out there just say, hey, you haven't heard from us in years. Here's all the shit. Yeah, I I just, I mean, we're still going to get those announcements, though. I feel like Warner Brothers can easily throw out, like, like I said, this is going to give companies like Warner Brothers and those companies that don't do Nintendo Direct style stuff or, you know, throw out these video presentations. Like it's going to give them a chance to try to reinvent reinvent the box. And we could get something really awesome, like, Maybe Warner Brothers steps their shit up, and all of a sudden everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Like, Warner Brothers—they ain't messed around. They're here. They're here to play. And guess what? They brought their own ball. And if they lose, they're probably gonna pick up the ball and take it home because they're salty. It is, they have the saltiest. Speaking of of their people having their own balls, uh, <laughs> well, that was uh, okay. Like Dark is about um, Dark Souls. No, strangely enough, God damn uh, it. me and Richard were playing um, the the new Call of Duty. Uh, which the war zone? It? Yeah. And he got us killed because he had to show me <laughs> he had to show me this um like we were running through a building and there was like one of those little like stand up flyer things and it was it was called like the Acta box. And he's like I think that what? they're he's like I think they're hinting at something here. The Acta box. It was like a it was a, a home console called the Acta box. Oh, like teasing, like, yes. if Activision were to make a home console. Yes. Gotcha. I also found, like, a... There's, like, Easter eggs in that mode. I found, like, this computer yeah. where you can, like... You can type in a password, but I, I didn't know the password, obviously. Ooh, really? So, I, yeah, like, I was I was just running through, and I found, like, it was, like, interactable, and I was like, what is Oh, this? dude, there's a ton of Easter eggs in Warzone. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to start, like, digging into that now. Have you gone on the Reddit, uh, you know, the Warzone Reddit, and kind of like looked for any uh, any posts about Easter eggs? Not yet. Um, I did the uh, 
I googled the the password thing, and apparently there's uh, there's passwords, then there's locked like bunker doors, and then there's cell phones you can find, and I'm I imagine that some way or another those are all linked together. Um, but there's probably more to it than just that. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. That. That that's some Fortnite level like stuff right there, and that's I think that's kind of no, what they're going for. No, that's some COD like, zombies level shit. <laughs> is like that's kind of what keeps those kinds of games alive. Is like having extra stuff that kind of like goes into the lore. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta it. pay the troll toll to get the boys whole. Absolutely. And that's what happened. <laughs> I will say on uh, the Call of Duty Warzone thing real quick. I think it's a really interesting concept of what they're doing with it. But I hate the fact that you can spawn in and like earn a loadout, like your own custom loadout. Have you played I it despise yet? it. I've played like one match. I've I have so I've played I want to say like 6 or 7 matches. I haven't played a ton of it. And I've only seen the loadout come out like maybe 3 times. Hell, it's it's also to the point now where people are using the loadout to bait people in to kill them. That's smart because uh, obviously people are gonna want their their own personal loadout with all yeah. the, the specs that they they're used to instead of just getting a random weapon and throwing random mods on it. I haven't touched uh, the game mode at all, and I have it on both PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox. It's just Division Two has been taking up all my time. It's cool. You should try it. It's it's interesting. It's definitely it's definitely gonna get a try for me. I just. I don't think no, it's. I, I, I don't think it's going to be. I, I think it, its strongest contender is going to be Apex. It's, you know, Fortnite. They've said that they've started to experience a decline and and stuff like that. And I think that this that is going to kind of give it a a breath of fresh life into the the genre. But I don't see it like knocking down or or fully competing with like Apex. I think Apex has got a really good foothold in the market. Yes. One hundred percent, I agree with you. I did hop on some Apex with uh, that Evan Jordan. Uh, this was probably like two weeks ago, and we just had a blast. I for- nice. I forgot just how fun those games are when you actually have like a squad of friends and you're just running around trying not to die and talking shit to each other. Absolutely. Like that, I'm just trashing Battle Royales, and I hate. Oh, them. me. Well, see, I, I appreciate Battle Royales because it's a true test of skill. Like, you, everybody starts with the same shit. A lot of it, like, a little bit of it is luck, but, like, when it comes down to it, knowing where to go, knowing what to do, and, like, maximizing your time and efficiency is kind of the key to those games. Yeah. Justin, what are you playing it on? Uh, I mostly play that stuff on PlayStation. Yeah, I'm gonna have to dust, dust off the PlayStation. Get in, I mean, get in COD has crossplay. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm not gonna That's lie. I thing. like, I love playing games on my Xbox. Like my Xbox, it just works better. I think it's because mm-hmm. it's newer, as opposed to the PlayStation being, what, four years older <laughs> than the Xbox and four years worth of use, lots of use too. You also have the sad edition of the Xbox. I love the all digital version, which is the best version. You heard yeah, it here first. Yeah. Xbox One S All Digital is the best version. That is statistically false. Much like I am the best virgin. That is also statistically false. You have kids. My virginity is much like Dark Souls. 
Queen. God damn it. <laughs> it's, it, it. It's hard and unbeatable. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to say, Justin. though, um, Thomas yeah. Thomas making the Dark Souls reference has made him officially eligible to be a real, real-life boy. games journalist. A real boy. In that. No, it just makes me close to, like, Cliffy B when he compl- compared Lawbreakers to the... <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Souls of first-person competitive shooters. I don't even know what? what that. What is that even supposed to mean? I don't know, man. <laughs> that doesn't. But he nothing. said it. That sounds like but a made-up fake it. sentence that doesn't actually exist. But I believe it exists because Cliffy B said it. Maybe the the new like team shooter on Xbox. What's it called again? Something bleeding. Something bleeding edge. Maybe bleeding edge will be the next Dark Souls of team combat. Yo, that game <laughs> is sick. Like you said, like you showed the picture of the dolphin. Did we talk about this last week? Nope. You showed that picture because I wasn't that, on last week. That dolphin in a robot, in like he's in a vat of water and he's controlling a robot via that. And I instantly post on Tommy's comment, "Man, this is lame. I'm not playing till we get, <laughs> till we get a, <laughs> till we get a manta ray in a giant vat of water with Steve Irwin attached to his fucking tail." Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a skin. <laughs> and Tommy just goes, what did you say, Tommy? You're like, why are you like this or something? I think like that's that? exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, among the, uh, the the weekly trades to Scootcast. Yeah. Uh, I, compare, uh, I compare a boss level difficulty to Dark Souls, and this whole fucking podcast goes to shit. <laughs> And that's why we should stop comparing things to Dark Souls. Oh Did any of you guys play Neo? I played I, the first no. one a little bit. Uh, I need to play. I mean, it was a PlayStation Plus game, and I need to play it because Neo Two comes out soon. Uh, it's, it's already out. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think, it's I think out. it came what? out yesterday. Wow. Hey guys, this is this. Uh, just want to reiterate, this is a vi- mainly video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we keep God. up with our shit here. Yeah, we, no, we, we don't. We like to keep up to date. When stuff comes out, so Neo should be coming out soon. You're like, it's already out. Shit. <laughs> we do gaming news and we don't like stay up to date on shit. Don't worry, guys. I'll take care of this. Hey, George, can you uh, cut that out, please? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, George isn't editing this. Everybody, I'm editing it, which means it's only going to be the beginning and the end being edited. Everything I else mean, will be in. Oh man, you edit like I edit. I love. If it. fighting words were anything to go by that's proof i don't edit at all so you're editing better than me you know et- they say editing videos and uh or no editing audio is the dark souls of audio i would believe that though <laughs> that's what they say uh-oh what was that what was what dickheads are we, are we about to get justin being murdered on audio on episode 61 maybe we might, because it only takes like me about three minutes to get to his house. Uh, episode 61, J- J- Justin is murdered during the podcast, and we listen to it. Or I just text his wife and tell tell her to commit some domestic violence, because she's all too happy to do that to him. So if someone murders Justin right now, who sends us the audio file? The murderer or his wife? What if uh, wife They're the same the thing. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. Inception. I don't think that's how that works. Guys, 
I just want you to know that I tried a pho, like this like microwavable pho bowl, and it was complete trash. It was from Walmart. Don't buy it. I just wanted y'all to know that. Yeah, just avoid the pho bowls. Like it's meant to be like for pho. Like it's pho some, centered. Some centered some things are just not meant to be microwaved. It just wasn't good. They just didn't like the uh, the the execution of it was total shit. What? Dark Souls. No, Thomas, no. Get microwaving, the fuck out of here right now. Micro microwaving bacon is the Dark Souls of cooking. Uh, microwavable bacon. It's it's really not that bad. You You're need to turn wrong. that off because I'm on a podcast right now. Yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's first podcast, that. recording it and editing it on his own. <laughs> <laughs> she really did come in to kill you. Oh, Summer, if you're listening, can you please send that audio to uh, to my email? Thank you. Got you, homie. <laughs> also, please make sure as he yells and screams, you put the mic near his face. <laughs> we really don't want the audio quality to be bad for this, you know, for when you no, murder. No, it's gotta, it's gotta be like top notch. It's a top notch audio quality. All right, guys. Like I said, this is gonna be a shorter episode. We're missing George. We got Justinius builds. We really went over the topic that I wanted to talk about was, you know, E3's cancellation is gonna affect it. I think yes. I think E3 is is got only a couple more years after this. Tommy thinks it's gonna live on forever in infamy. And then uh, Justin does. said, "Justin said it's the Dark Souls of all video game conferences." So, let's hop into this outro. Justin, stay in with us, okay? Okay. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, other than listening, please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm/dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine per month. Remember, Tommy has to feed Dexter, aka his cat. Thought I should say that because I didn't want you guys to think that he has a person in a cage living under his bed. Next up, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Next up, you're going to find George at Ghioko on Twitter. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And that guy underscore George1337 on Instagram. You're going to find Tommy at Nightwing593. And then on Instagram, Nightwing5930. And then you're going to find me, Anthony, at DadBobPlays on all social medias. Next up, Justin, where are they going to find you? Uh, Justinius Builds on just about every platform. I think, uh, yeah, just Justinius Builds on everything. Perfect. Huge. It's going to be huge. That's my Donald Trump uh, impersonation. Nailed it. Justinius Builds. He builds the best. It's huge. The 08 MS Teen 08. Gundam, huge. 